Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Monday, November 15th. Hard to believe we are halfway through November. And with Thanksgiving coming up, that's going to take out a, a big chunk of the rest of this month. So, hey, from here, it's kind of a down, downward slide to the end of the year. Uh, I hope you're ready as we prepare for what's happening in the marketplace today. Oh, Dave's going to join us here in just a second. But before we do that, let me remind you again, there's only one thing any of us can, can really control within our portfolio, and that's the amount of risk you have. That's why we put together our core retirement design in order to help people design the retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design visit. Hey, with that, we got Dave coming up next. Looking forward to our conversation now. Hello, I'm so glad you're here. 8.38 now, it's 22 before 9. Time to check in on money and see how Wall Street is treating your retirement funds this morning. Not too bad on early indications to be a spoiler with it all. Let's head downtown, see what's going on. Statler Financial Services' very own Philip Statler is on the line. Philip, good morning. How was your weekend? Good morning, Dave. Hey, it was a great weekend, uh, and it's hard to believe we are halfway through the month of uh, November, and, and I was, uh, you know, thinking it's kind of a slide from here to the end of the year between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and and before you know it, uh, we'll be uh, blowing the, the horns and, and celebrating the coming of 2022. Yeah, when I mentioned what data was this morning, when I started out, I had exactly the same reaction. My Lord in heaven, we're only a week and a half away from Thanksgiving. Before too long, you and I are going to be talking about the Santa Claus rally, whether or not it's coming. And it's just too dang early for me to think about that, at least in my brain, although the calendar says otherwise. That's right. It is here and it is moving forward. Um, it seems like it's picking up speed every day. It does seem to be. I mean, I don't know how time flies so fast, but as I get older, it seems to, so I'm going to blame it on old age. Uh, setting the table for the morning, it was a pretty decent day on Wall Street on Friday. Dow was up 179. NASDAQ was up by 157. S&P up by 33.5. And, and we really didn't have anything negative happen over the weekend to be able to put people in a funk. It looks like we might have a positive Monday ahead of us, too. Wouldn't you agree? It, it does. It's definitely looking that way, Dave. And, and there's not much that could happen that I see that would change the way the markets are moving right now. I mean, there's just not much out there that could come out um, that, that I see anyway uh, that, uh, that could put a hamper on this. Yeah, the, the articles I've been reading were, you know, relatively calming as well. I mean, a bunch of economists are saying, don't worry about the Congress spending money like drunken sailors, because when they talk about $2 trillion, they're stretching it out over 10 years. So at least some economists are saying it's not going to be a disaster for inflation. It's obviously not going to help it. But economists were trying to put out a calming voice about uh, whether or not this was pouring gas on that fire. I don't even necessarily agree, but it's nice to see calm outlooks going on. Start out the morning with the Empire State Business Index. That's one of those things that we blow off in more normal times, but uh, every bit of data helps, and it was a pleasant surprise. Up New York way, they were expecting an index of 22, expecting a little rise from last month. It skyrocketed up to 30.9, so that's good news to start the week out with. Definitely good news, Dave, and uh, we need all the good news we can get because tomorrow, we're going to be looking at retail sales, and uh, 
I got to think that that and the import numbers are going to be pretty important uh, for uh, for Tuesday. I wonder what import numbers are going to look like. Is there any expectation? I mean, we can't get anything off the dang boats. How can our imports be way out of whack? Well, I'm looking at the price increase. They're looking at a 1%. Uh, they're looking for the import price index to increase by 1% tomorrow. Must be paying for truck gas for everybody trying to pick it up. <laughs> I, 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 I have no idea what, you know, I mean, there's not enough going off the boats these days, or at least according to popular wisdom, uh, to do it. The retail sales number is going to be interesting, because if it's up too much, we're going to blame it on inflation. No, that's true. I mean, the expectation that my guys have are about 1.3% increase over um, the last month. Well, that would indicate inflation at that point because you annualize that mess. You're talking about like fifteen percent. Oh yeah, that's not that's not pretty at all, is it? <laughs> I never thought good news could be bad news, but it might look that way. Hey, among the company news that we're following, looking for some sort of a trend, you had some interesting information on Dollar Tree, didn't you? I did. You know, Dollar Tree uh, they've uh, picked up a activist investor called Mantle Ridge, who uh, who put a stake into the company. They think that the stock price can get boosted up even higher, and uh, and they've got some strategies to do that. And so they are uh, they're trying to. I'm sure they're going to try to get a seat on the board and that type of stuff to to make themselves heard. Uh, so that's helping Dollar Tree this morning up about six and a half percent. Is this kind of a hostile takeover from manager standpoint? I don't know that I would call it a, a, a takeover. Just somebody thinks that. Uh, that, that there's a stock out there that's undervalued and thinks it has some ideas to um, increase the value of that stock by some pricing um, strategies for the not the Dollar Tree chain, but for the family dollar chain that, that they also own. Close them up and sell the real estate. <laughs> I mean, Dollar Tree's been buying too many locations too close to each other. I got to believe that's one of the things that uh, a semi-hostile board edition might be thinking about. Because I mean, there's, there's so many places where a family dollars right across the street, almost from a Dollar Tree, that might be a chain that actually outgrew itself a little bit. Well, you have to remember now, Dollar Tree bought Family Dollar. Right. So, so there, uh, yeah, there could be some duplication there, but they, they kind of run two different tracks. I mean, it's two different um, ideas. It's two different pricing strategies. It's, they're really not the same uh, from that standpoint. Uh, the, the Dollar Tree, I think we may start to see some increase in the dollar price, but, uh, but still, they're, they're two different um, structures. The family dollar is more like a dollar general. Uh, yeah, that's the point there, too. They're kind, of, they're, they're kind of like the Dollar General class of stores. But, and, but that whole class of store has generally been a beneficiary of the uh, of the pandemic for the last year or so. When things got tight, those discount stores ended up generally doing better for the most part. Well, that, that's true. That's true. But they're, they're, evidently, they have some faulty stuff in their pricing strategy that this company thinks that uh, they have some ideas to fix. It'll be interesting to watch it happen. Like we said at the outset, it's Monday, so it's a really slow day. I saw a couple of pre-market earning reports, uh, neither one of which, at the very least, the ones I noticed are household names. Do you see any indication that could move the market a bit today? Yeah, I've got two. Uh, two, two, two companies came in. One, one everybody will recognize. The other one, they won't. Uh, the one that, that that's new to me is is called Oatly, mm -hmm. um, and that's a oat milk 
producer, which is becoming popular. You know, all the different kinds of milk, uh, almond milk, coconut milk, and now oat milk is uh, is becoming more and more popular in this uh, in the culture we live in now. They came in, they lost seven cents a share, uh, but that was better than the 10 cents that was expected to lose. However, they missed on revenue, Dave, and that was a big deal for them. Uh, they still face some challenges related to COVID uh, restrictions in, in areas, but they're continuing to try to scale up their production. Um, but they're getting beat up pretty big today. Uh, they'll open at a new 52-week low, down 16% to a little less than $10 a share. <laughs> the trend continues. They want a 1,000 batting average. Beat the street on earnings generally be enough to get you flat, even even if you missed one of the others. Yeah, it, it would. But, you know, you got to have uh, right, right now, and especially in startups like this, they want to see everything functioning the right way. Um, the other one we have for you is Tyson Foods, and that's one, that's one everybody will recognize. Um, oh, yeah. They earned $2.30. That was 27 cents better than expected revenue top forecast. Um, they've come in and announced some new productivity programs that they say will save them a billion dollars annually by the end of 2024. Now, that's a pretty big number. Um, so looking at their stock, it is still trading down a little bit this morning. It was up earlier. Um, it's, it's down about a half a percent now, Dave. All righty. Not good news to start the morning that'll trigger us upward. Let's see if we can keep a general upward trend going. You're setting the table again in the morning. It was an up day on Friday on Wall Street, and 45 minutes before we opened this morning, I'm seeing some green ink on my delayed quotes. How are we looking early on? Yeah, we still have green ink uh, uh, pretty much in all the indexes, Dave. The, the Dow is up almost four-tenths of a percent. That's a, a $139. Uh, the NASDAQ, I mean, the uh, S&P 500, the same. It's up almost four-tenths of a percent. That's about $18. And then we've got the NASDAQ up almost a half a percent or $75. So, so a lot of good stuff happening there. And then if we flip the coin to the commodity side, we've got a lot of red ink over there. We've got silver down eight-tenths, gold down a tenth of a percent, and then crude oil. Man, it has fallen drastically down nine-tenths of a percent from Friday's close. But it's down to uh, $78.97 a barrel right now. I wonder what caused that. Maybe some Arab sheik bought an electric car or something. You know, I don't know. I just know Muhammad Arian, he's an economist um, that I followed for a long time. He said, you know, people are projecting $100 a barrel oil prices. He said they're really missing the boat. He doesn't think that'll happen. Um, and he's got several different things that he's relying on for that. Number one is demand as mm -hmm. electronic vehicles and uh, solar and all these alternatives become more and more popular. That's going to reduce the, the need for as much oil. I, I was kind of thinking the fears of 100 were overwrought, but I didn't like it in the mid 80s either. I also get confused when I can't explain why it drops like that. And I didn't read anything that would have prompted it to drop either. No, I, I didn't either. Um, so it must be, uh, you know, maybe some people taking some profits. Maybe people read El Arian and figure, well, maybe it's going to start to fall now. Who knows what's uh, what's driving it all. <laughs> the bottom line is don't count on it continuing because we don't know why. Exactly. Overseas
Exactly. Overseas markets, mixed Asian rim at the close. We had some up, some down. Nobody really big time up or down. Ditto in Europe midway through their day today. It's a quiet Monday pretty much worldwide. Philip, watching the markets is always fun, but if your retirement is riding on a day by day, you can get an ulcer if you don't have a plan. How do I find you to put that plan together? You're absolutely right, Dave. And give us a call at 863-382-0037 to, uh, to visit with us and go through our core retirement design process that will help them design the retirement they always dreamed of. Uh, again, that's 863-382-0037. And then catch us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday on Highlands News Talk 730 and now on 95.3 FM. You got it. A possibility looking at the schedule. It might be an 1130 start on Saturday. I'll know for sure by tomorrow. Fair enough? Fair enough, man. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you much, my friend. We'll see you tomorrow. All right. Have a great day. You too. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler from the pitch. Hey, again, folks, don't forget uh, to uh, take some time. Check out our core retirement design. Let's make sure you don't have too much risk. In your portfolio, give us a call, 863-382-0037. Have a great day. Hey, I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye now.